Dig a Bit, a podcast for women who want to dig into the meat of God's Word for a bit. We are glad you have taken a few minutes out of your day to listen. Our host is Cindy Colley from thecolleyhouse.org. Now grab your Bible and let's dig in. Good morning. I hope you've enjoyed month one as much as I have. This is the very last audio podcast for the month of September. We're running a little bit behind on the Who Is My Boss and Why study, but we're still in plenty of time before the podcast, which occurs in a week on October 9th at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. This has been an amazing study to me this month. I wanted to take just a minute today and talk about Jesus' complete authority, which is all over the accounts that we're reading of the crucifixion, death, burial, and resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. I just think it's very ironic and interesting that even in Jesus' submission at the time of the cross to the paltry delegated authority that the Romans had and the Jews had over him, he is going to die in a very humiliating way outside the camp he's going to anyone who hangs on a cross is is shamed and we're going to see the great shame that came with his submission to mankind here he was the son of man and he willingly learned obedience though he were a son yet learned the obedience by the things that he suffered he is totally submitting himself so that you and i can have the hope of heaven. But even as he does that, authority is written all over the pages that chronicle the events that lead up to the crucifixion. I wanted us this during this podcast just to take one of those chapters and see some of the ways that Jesus portrays for us, just nails down his authority even during a time when he was being shamed and when he was being submissive to the wickedness of mankind. So let's look at that just for a minute, and that'll be the last audio podcast, dig a bit, for the month of September. Let's look at Matthew chapter 26, and notice three ways that Jesus is exerting his authority, is showing us that he is supremely authoritative, even during the time when he is going to the cross. Let's look at First of all, there's authority in prophetic ability. If you are a prophet who can say truth and the things that you predict come to pass, specific detailed prophecies come to pass, then you have authority. You have authority from God. If your prophecies, your predictions can actually come to pass in total, So we look at Deuteronomy 18, 21 and 22, and we see that principle. And if you say in your heart, how shall we know the word which the Lord has not spoken? When a prophet speaks in the name of the Lord, if the thing follows not, nor comes to pass, that is the thing which the Lord has not spoken. But the prophet has spoken it presumptuously. Don't be afraid of him. Don't be afraid of somebody. Don't think you have to fear or listen to somebody whose predictions do not come true. On the other hand, though, verse 22, the true prophet of the Lord predicts that which does come to pass. If the prophet's predictions fail, they are exposed as not being of God. So there's authority in prophetic ability. Did Jesus have that? Look at verse 13. Verily I say unto you, now this is after the woman with the alabaster box has come and anointed Jesus with that very expensive ointment and and 
she had received criticism because that ointment, quote unquote, could have been used to gather wages for the poor. It could have been used to give gifts to the poor. And Jesus said, Verily I say unto you, Wheresoever this gospel shall be preached in the whole world, there shall also this that this woman has done be told for a memorial of her. Did that come to pass? Well, yeah, we're just now reading it. <laughs> Jesus said something that was truly, verifiably, predictive, and came true. So, yes, there is authority in prophetic ability, but there are even some more amazing cases here. Verse 23, Jesus said, He who dips his hand with me in the dish, the same shall betray me. That was just about to happen. Judas went on and said, Is it I, Lord? And he said, verse 25, You have said. Jesus had an on-target, very, very accurate handle on prophecy. And he could prophesy verifiably things that were just about to occur. We, we see it further in this chapter in verse 34. Jesus said, Verily I say unto you, This night before the cock crow, thou shalt deny me thrice. That's Peter. And he's saying, you're going to deny me three times. Did that occur? Yes, by the end of the very same chapter, it occurred. Even though Peter was denying it vehemently, it occurred before that chapter concluded. And in fact, the closing verse of that chapter is, Peter remembered the word of Jesus, which said to him, before the cock crows, you shall deny me thrice. And he went out and wept bitterly. Verse 45, verse 33. Four, now verse 45 is another example. Then comes he to his disciples and says, Sleep on now and take your rest. The hour is at hand and the Son of Man is betrayed into the hands of sinners. He knew it was time. And immediately it occurred. There is authority in prophetic ability. Now, there is also authority, number two, in the exact fulfillment of prophecy. The Messiah had a lot of prophecies to which he had to um, verifiably attain and he attained to every one of those prophecies he fulfilled every one of those prophecies there's authority in the exact fulfillment of prophecy and we see that in matthew 26 here verse 15 of matthew 26 says and this is judas iscariot going before the chief priests and saying what will you give me and i will deliver him to you and they covenanted with him for 30 pieces of silver we find that prophecy Back in Zechariah chapter 11, verse 12, the exact amount of money for which Jesus, for which they would covenant for the life of Jesus, for the fleshly life of Jesus. And we find him fulfilling that to the exact dollar, quote unquote, amount. There is authority in the exact fulfillment of prophecy because that showed Jesus to be the very Messiah who was promised to the world. Verse 31 of Matthew 26, Then said Jesus to them, All ye shall be offended because of me this night, for it is written, I will smite the shepherd and the sheep of the flock shall be scattered abroad. Here Jesus is quoting in exact wording from Zechariah 13, verse 7, and he's saying, This is going to happen. It's going to happen to me because I am the exact fulfillment of Zechariah 13, verse 7. There's authority in the exact fulfillment of, of those messianic prophecies. Verses 54 through 56 of Matthew 26. But how then shall the scriptures be fulfilled that thus it must be? Jesus is saying, Well, the scriptures have to be fulfilled 
In that same hour said Jesus to the multitudes, Are you come out as against a thief with swords and staves for to take me? I I sat daily with you teaching in the temple, but you didn't lay hold on me. And then Jesus says, But all this was done so that the scriptures of the prophecies might be fulfilled. Then all the disciples forsook him and fled. Jesus says all of this, all of this is happening because of the messianic prophecies, because of the prophecy of myself, of Jesus Christ. There is authority in the messianic prophecies being fulfilled and Jesus displays that authority in every chapter in which we read about the crucifixion but Matthew 26 is a prime example thirdly and then this dig a bit will be yours there is authority in having command of the angels in heaven and Jesus displays that authority here in Matthew chapter 26 in verse 53 he says Peter put up your sword here Peter has just cut off an ear and Jesus has picked up that ear and put it right back on Malchus on the side of Malchus head which was an amazing moment displaying authority and I could go ahead and say point number four for this um, authority is there's authority in the ability to perform miracles and Jesus displayed that here but there's authority also in knowing that you have the command of heaven and Jesus said in verse 53 don't you know thinkest thou that I cannot now pray to my father and he shall presently give me more than 12 legions of angels there's authority in being the commander-in-chief of 12 legions of angels he says that basically that same thing again in verse 64 Jesus said to him you have said Nevertheless, I say to you, hereafter, you're going to see the Son of Man sitting on the right hand of power and coming in the clouds of heaven. They asked him if he was the Christ, and he said, yes, I am. You have said it. But I say to you, hereafter, shall you see the Son of Man sitting on the right hand of power and coming in the clouds of heaven. Jesus had command over heaven itself. And then, you know, finally, we see from this chapter that Jesus had miraculous ability and there is authority that is as a matter of fact how the authority of the word of god was uh, confirmed throughout the, the miraculous first century that was the reason for the miracles was to confirm that this is indeed the word of god that was being revealed to the apostles but jesus himself the word john 1 1 the word had the ability to perform miracles and in that ability authority is proven and we see that over and over in this chapter but we see it especially in uh, the replacement of Malchus ear verse 50 friend wherefore art thou come Jesus said then came they and laid hands on Jesus and took him and behold one of them which were with Jesus we know that to be Peter stretched out his hand and drew his sword and struck a servant and smote off his ear and Jesus said put up your sword for all they that take the sword shall perish with the sword And we know from John chapter 18 and verse 10 that Jesus actually replaced that ear back onto Malchus. So four ways here that we see that Jesus' authority is all over the chapters of his supreme submission. Did you get the irony of that? Authority all over Jesus, the account of Jesus' submission. Authority and prophetic ability 
authority in the exact fulfillment of prophecy, authority in the command of heaven, and authority because he has the power of the miraculous. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you have a great day. I hope you finished your study for September and are already digging into October. Those digabits will begin following the October podcast on October 9th. I hope you'll be able to join us. Have a great day. If you find yourself in Huntsville, Alabama, we'd love for you to worship with us at West Huntsville Church of Christ at Providence, 1519 Old Monrovia Road, Northwest. Sunday morning worship begins at 9 a.m., followed by Bible classes for all ages. We meet again at 5 p.m. for evening worship and at 7 on Wednesday night. Digabit is a production of Digging Deep in God's Word, a Bible study for women. For more information, visit thecolleyhouse.org.